You're listening to media from University Lutheran Church and Student Center. We are a multi-generational, Jesus-centered community of Scripture, faith, and grace located in Tallahassee, Florida, on the campus of Florida State University. To learn more and to get connected to other resources, please visit universitylutheranchurch.org. We hope that the next few moments are a time when God speaks into your life by the power of His Holy Spirit about His Son, Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One who comes in order to assure us of God's forgiveness for us. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, have you ever had a habit that you maybe wanted to change? Maybe it wasn't that great of a habit. Maybe it was something as serious as like an addiction, or or maybe it was just something that, you know, you kind of started doing, or maybe it was just sort of a verbal phrase that you started to use and you didn't like, and so you wanted to change that, or maybe it was just something that you said, hey, I want to start living my life in a different way, and I want to start living it by distancing myself from whatever this is. If you've ever had that experience, you know how difficult that can be because our habits are are very ingrained in our lives. And so what you end up having to do is you, you have to end up sort of reminding yourself over and over and over again that you don't want to do whatever that thing is. And then so you, you don't want to say whatever that word is, or you don't want to get angry at that time that you normally get angry, or you, you don't want to do whatever it is that you do. And in order to keep yourself from that, you have to sort of live with this more conscious awareness that you're trying to stop this thing. Because otherwise, you're just going to go with your muscle memory. You're just going to go with your habit. You're just going to go with whatever that thing is that you are trying to change. And that's a pretty psychologically difficult place for us to be in. Because it means that we have to be active about something that we're normally passive about. It means that we sort of have to actively be remembering, okay, I'm wanting to change this. Okay, I'm wanting to do something different here. And so a lot of people, what they'll do is they'll figure out a way that they can sort of get themselves to remember those things without having it be on the top of their mind all of the time. And so people will will do things like they'll put a post-it note up on their computer screen or, or on their glove box in their car. Or they'll get an app of you know, some sort that will remind them on a regular basis, hey, don't do whatever this thing is that you don't want to do. Or replace it with this other thing that you do want to do. And so we, we get this sense that when we want to sort of change our behaviors, that having a reminder every now and again is a good thing. Having a reminder enables us to, a lot of times, be better people, be more thoughtful people, and, and to do things in a way that maybe is different from the way that we would do things otherwise. Well, that kind of sense is something that, that we can bring to this story of, of the rainbow, the, the story of the flood, the story of Noah rescuing all of these animals and his family from this ginormous flood and then finally ending up in this reading 
away from that. The waters are receding. And, and finally, you get this time where, where God is promising something to Noah. God is promising, hey, I'm not going to do this again. I'm, I'm not going to cover the world in a flood. And as we look at this, what we normally think when we think of the sign of the rainbow is we think, hey, this sounds, uh, you know, th- this sounds good to me because I recognize that the rainbow is something that I can look at and I can say, okay, that's God's covenant to me. But in, when you look at the text, when, when you look at the text, the text looks like it's God's reminder to God. That, that it's God's sort of post-it note on his, uh, on his computer screen. That it's God's uh, post-it note on his glove box. That this is you know, sort of God's app where he goes, uh, oh, you know, I want to flood the earth again. Oh, there's the rainbow. I promised that I wouldn't do that. And, and you know, we could certainly understand that from God, but we also know that that's not God because we know that God doesn't need a reminder. We know that God is this thing that we say uh, God is omniscient, which means all-knowing. He is a know-it-everything kind of a God. He, he knows it all. And so you, you've got this sense of, okay, well, God doesn't need a reminder, but yet God is placing this reminder in between him and humanity, and that says something to us. What does that say to us? And that's where the sign of the rainbow becomes really interesting to us because the sign of the rainbow isn't just a sign uh, sort of for us. It's also a sign that God is looking at, and God goes, I remember that. God is looking at that sign, and God is saying, that is my covenant. And you can look at my covenant that I have established with you But this is my covenant. This has nothing to do with you. You didn't make a rainbow. It didn't happen. You're not a unicorn. Because they make rainbows in mythology. Um, What's going on here is that God is is setting this sign up. And he's setting this sign up as a, a sort of memory device. Setting this sign up as a way to remember something. And and what is it that God is remembering? Well, God is remembering to withhold punishment of the earth. That's a good thing to remember, right? It's a good thing to remember. And and we kind of get the sense of why that might be important. We we get the sense of why that might be important because we know that that memory is sort of this ongoing thing, right? And, And we know that from our own struggles, to forgive people. You know, we, sometimes we, we get into this weird place where we think that when God forgives our sins that it's a one-time thing and then that God becomes an amnesiac. That, that you know, all of a sudden, this all-knowing God who knows it all, who knows everything, all of a sudden has said, oh, well, in the case of sins, I've decided to suddenly forget stuff. Which, if God is forgetting stuff, that means that he's not all-knowing anymore, which means that we have a much bigger problem. And so, when we talk about God's forgiveness, a lot of times we get into this messy place where we, we talk about God's forgiveness being uh, forgive and forget. But with God, that's not really 
impossible. With God, really, that, that's not the way that things go. That might be the way that things go for us occasionally, but that's even probably not a real good place for us to think about forgiveness. In fact, I would say that forget and forgive, or forgive and forget, it, that that combination is probably one of the more toxic things that we tell ourselves about forgiveness. The other thing is when we respond to it, somebody saying, I'm sorry, with it's okay. I think that is absolutely toxic as well, but that's another sermon. So, so the issue here with forget and forgive is that, well, God doesn't forget. He can't forget. He's omniscient. He's all-knowing. And, and so when God looks at us, God sees our sin. Oh, man, bummer, right? So, so here's what I want you to do. I want you to, to go into this very uncomfortable place with me. Are you ready? And, oh, no, I'm not ready to go into an uncomfortable place. Go anyway. Think about one of those sins that you confessed just moments ago as we had that little time to think about our sins. Think about just one of them. Maybe it was a big one. Maybe it was a little one. Hopefully, you were thinking about your sins during that time. But if you weren't, ha, guess what? You've got your sin. So think about one of those sins. You got it? All right. So I announced God's forgiveness on that sin. So now I want you to fast forward to this Thursday, this coming Thursday. You ready? Fast forward in your life. It's this coming Thursday. Have you forgotten about that sin? Probably not. Maybe. But probably not. You probably still remember it. And so it's, it's pretty odd that God would say, hey, I've forgotten about that, if you still remember it. Okay, so, so that's Thursday. Now I want you to rock it forward a whole year. All right, so now it's been a whole year. We're, we're back. It's summer again. Do you remember that sin? Well, if it was a big one, maybe. If it was a little one, well, you've probably done a lot of those little sins since then, and so you've probably forgotten about it because you're really good at sinning. But guess who hasn't forgotten about it? God. He's omniscient. He doesn't forget stuff. Now, I want you to rock it forward all the way to your deathbed. You are there on your deathbed. You're gasping like a fish out of water. You're about to croak. Have you forgotten about that sin? Yeah, maybe. Has God? No. So if God hasn't forgotten about that sin because he's omniscient, well, God has to deal with that sin. He can't say, I just forgot about it. He has to say, hey, there's, there's something else there. And so what God has said about that sin is he has said, I am putting my rainbow in between me and that sin. 
Because really, when you think about what forgiveness is, forgiveness is not forgetfulness. Forgiveness is a willful act of saying, I'm not going to punish that thing that has been done against me. And so when God looks at that sin that you have committed, God is not saying, I have forgotten about that. God is saying, I am willfully not punishing that sin. In between me and that sin, in between me and my righteous desire to wipe you off of the face of the earth because of that sin, in between me and that is the rainbow. And for us, that rainbow is his son. For us, that rainbow is the sign that he has set up between himself and us. That sign that he has set up between himself and us is the cross. And the rainbow is just prefiguring all of that. The rainbow was just saying, there is going to be a sign that stands in between an omniscient, all-powerful God who has every right and every ability to wipe me off of the face of the earth for my sins, but who says I'm going to put something in between that and me, and they will continue to live. That covenant relationship is what we have hope in. That covenant relationship is what we really have hope in. We don't have hope that God is going to forget about our sins. We have hope that God has deemed us worthy for some reason because of his love to place his son between us and his righteous judgment. That is what we have hope in. We have a hope in a God who doesn't just forget about our sins, but who knows that our sins are there and has figured out a way to love us in spite of them. So that on that last day, when we die, God doesn't look at us and go, I, I don't know who this person is. Who I, I guess they're okay. But God goes, I, I know this person. I know their sins. I know their sins that, that they have confessed before me. And I know the forgiveness that I have placed between myself and them. And that forgiveness is my son, Jesus Christ. The rainbow. The light of the world. You know, it's funny how rainbows work. Rainbows work in uh, this weird way where uh, when we see a rainbow, what's happening is that the, the sun is behind us. And the sun is shining on water droplets, usually a big old rain cloud. And that is being bounced back to us and refracted. And what we see between ourselves and the rain cloud 
is the light. Maybe that's why God used this as one of his first signs of what his covenant would be about. That he looks at us, he shines on us with his light. He shines into the darkness of our clouds. And it reflects back to us this picture of the Christ who stands between us and our darkness, who brings light into our life and hope into our world. So may you go out into this week remembering that you do not have a God who forgets but you do have a God who forgives. Amen. Thank you for listening to this media from University Lutheran Church and Student Center. To learn more and to get connected to other resources, please visit universitylutheranchurch.org. If you would like to financially support more media from University Lutheran, please visit our website and click the Give Now button which will enable you to engage in the Christian discipline of giving tithes and offerings to God through his church. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord lift up his face upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Lord,